On this episode of Bourbon and Blood, we dive into Netflix and found a beautiful movie called Veronica. And what possessed you to want to do this one? Uh, well, I read, I just was scrolling through the Facebook the other day, and there was an article about a newly released Spanish horror film on Netflix that was very creepy, and it was called Spain's version of The Conjuring. So that was all I read, and I was like, if we we're going to watch that movie, I didn't want to read any more about it. So we watched that, and it was super fucking good. Cue the music. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm one of the hosts, Danny, and the other host. Hi, I'm Anne. And we are here to talk about Veronica. But first, let me talk about what we're drinking tonight. I made a giant mistake. You did, you guys. <laughs> okay, so when she told me we were watching Veronica, I was at work and I looked up, I, I wasn't thinking, I looked up a movie called Victoria, which is a German horror movie set in Berlin, Germany. <laughs> So I picked up Schwarzhog. It's a Kreuter liquor. Kreuter liquor. It's like 40 proof. Let me 30. see it because I took German. So Say it. That is Schwarz, Schwarzhog Krauter liqueur. Yeah. It's like 38%, which is stronger than I expected because I thought it was just a mixer. And then we mixed it with ginger beer. <laughs> to, uh, what was that called? No, I should be more prepared yeah, when it comes I know. to this. It's called a ginger hog. <laughs> so we drank a ginger hog, and it doesn't even matter because we didn't watch a German movie. No, we didn't. I had so many thoughts no, on Germany and things that happen in Germany, no, and it doesn't it was matter. In Spain. It was this in was Spain. in Spain. So this is 2017 Veronica on Netflix currently. Do you want to jump into a synopsis real quick? Um, yeah. It takes place in Madrid in 1991. It is based on a true story. Based. Based on real events. So, it's not quite as real as in the movie, I found out, but whatever. So, brief few sentence synopsis. Stupid teenage girl has seance with her friends. Bad things happen. There you go. go she's, you know, she's not stupid. She's actually, I really like Veronica. She, uh, her mom, her mom works, single mom. Their dad died, right? So single mom, she's working all the time. So Veronica takes care of her three younger siblings. Like, she's basically their mother. She's great. Like, I feel so bad for her because she is like these kids' mom. Like, she, that's a tough life. She's like a 15-year-old girl. She just wants to hang out with Rosa and be buddies. But no, she's got to, like, take care of the kids. But she does a great job. She does a great job. Uh, There's a really good intro song, but compared to Magnet, it's garbage. (laughs) So this band that plays throughout it is called Heroes Del Silence or something like that? I mean, it's spelled like Heroes Del Silence, but... 
They sound a lot like him or Muse. Like yeah, a Spanish like, version of Muse. It's like a 90s. It's like love rock. It's like 90s goth. Yeah. You know, I didn't really feel 90s from this movie, except for every time she walked out of school with her Trapper Keeper. And I just try, I just kept looking back at like the Trapper well, Keeper Well, like, I, I think had. a big part of that was they went to a private school, or like a Catholic school, so... They're all in uniforms, and then you saw her at home where she's wearing, like, a shitty t-shirt and pajama pants. So, really, you didn't know this was in the 90s, except for all the shitty posters she had on her wall. They were all of that band. Yeah. So, she's at school um, with her buddy Rosa, and Rosa's new friend Diana, and... Oh, guess what? There is an eclipse happening. So everybody goes outside to look at this eclipse. But the three girls go down to the freaky-ass basement that's filled with all of these, like, you know, know, Catholic relics. I didn't know you could look up at the eclipse with the negatives negatives. of a camera. Mm -hmm. I thought you either had to have the special glasses... No. Or you just had to be, like, balls out strong like Trump and no, just stare up at the eclipse. No, I used to be able to just, like, poke a hole in an index card and see that. So they go in this freaky basement and have a seance during the eclipse. Because why wouldn't you do that? Surrounded by a bunch of crosses and shit. And just learning literally five minutes earlier in your fucking science class that, oh... Well, all these ancient god or all these ancient religions used to think that during the eclipse, really bad shit happened. Hmm. It's a great time to do human sacrifices. Hey, you know what? Let's go downstairs and do a séance. Yeah. Fuck that. I never, never. I'm never. I know I've talked about this before, but it bears repeating. Don't play with Ouija boards, you guys. Don't do it. Like it's dangerous. Please don't do it. It's freaky. She's very passionate about this Ouija board situation. Spirit board. Just don't do it. Like, first off, okay, if it doesn't, if it's just a load of bullshit and it's not real, then you're wasting your time. What if it is real, though? Like, what if it is real? What if there's even, like, a 1% chance that it's real? (laughs) What if? I know. I won't. I, mm-hmm. I don't plan on using a spirit. Board. I just. I wrote down that if these dummies are gonna have a séance in the creepy church basement during an eclipse, they deserve some shit happening to them. <laughs> oh, and during boy, an oh eclipse boy. with blood and broken spirit boards, that just equals disaster. Yeah. So, oh, we're also we're introduced to Sister Death. Oh, before we get to Sister Death, though, Vero passes out from. The seance they did in the basement. And I wrote down all the symptoms the nurse had that could, like, I guess if you're being possessed by a demon, you should, what is it? First she asked if uh, it was diabetes, then drugs, then she had her period, then a little blood pressure. So I feel like if you're feeling all four of those symptoms, you might be possessed. Mm. There's a chance. I have low blood pressure. I do have my period. It's very heavy, though. But you don't have diabetes, so you're clear. Not yet. I haven't been to the doctor in two years. <laughs> Probably do have fucking diabetes. No, I don't have to pee a lot. I don't have 
But no, the seance scene was really freaky. So she wanted to talk to her dad. She brought a picture of her dad. And the three girls are, you know, doing their little seance thing. And they have a cup that, like an upside down cup that they're using. And it just starts going everywhere, freaking out. It breaks. What's her name passes out. Veronica passes out. Just, you know. Now we get to Sister Death. Now Sister Death, they like come out from the basement and Sister Death, the blind old lady nun, staring right at her. Ooh, she's staring right at her. She doesn't, what does she say? I don't need eyes to see. Oh, she sees. This fucking blind nun is the coolest. Like. She smokes, you guys? Like, she smokes cigarettes? Blind smoking nun, badass. Yeah. Like, I want movies just... You know how, like, they did The Conjuring and Conjuring 2 and all that, and they kept following that family? Yeah. Or not the family, but the... The Warrens? The Warrens. I want Sister Death, the series, where Sister Death just saves people. What if she teams up with Daddy Marcus? (gasps) Ooh, and she's in The the Exorcist in the third season? We're going to take it worldwide, motherfuckers. We're going to have our little Spanish blind nun... Teaming up with gay Father Marcus and sexy what Father Thomas. I'm usually very against like prequels or like backstories. Oh, I want it. I want a Sister Death well, backstory. I want them to be like, oh, this did well on Netflix. Let's make a Sister well, Death backstory. Well, you find out later on because she made herself blind because she she could see things. She could see the evil spirits, and she was like, fuck this, and made herself blind. But guess what, y'all? It didn't help. She could still see them. Oh, no. (laughs) The Sister Death movie series. But the seance was freaky. She does this weird thing, too, where she, like, yells. Her mouth opens up super big. She does it a lot, and she has braces. Doesn't that not work out the same? Well, no, because your braces aren't necessarily, like... I thought they were, like, attached at some point. I don't know. I never never had braces. I don't know. I don't know. She has an adorable little brother, and he walked through the front door in one scene saying, farts, 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 and I thought that was super cute, because that really just translates in any language, doesn't it? A little four-year-old cutie patootie walking around saying, farts, farts, farts. My first notes were, I don't want anything to happen to this little dude, Antonio. And then the whole end movie, I was, like, freaking out because I thought... Because things were happening to, to that, Antonio. that poor little nugget. So she brings home the broken Ouija board. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it broke while they were doing this scene. That's not a bad sign. Didn't it catch on fire, too? Yeah, it burned where the sun was, because... Hey, hey, hey. I mean, <laughs> get, get, get it out of your house. Like, duck... Don't Do you notice how easy it was? I mean, it was the early 90s. For her to just go buy another Ouija board, she's like, nah, I need to go figure this out. So she just, like, walks up to a newspaper Can stand. Can you, like, bu- well, it is Spain, though. I mean, they're, I feel like in Europe, they're a lot more progressive with their, well, anywhere, not just Europe, everywhere. They're a lot more progressive with their, like, spirits and shit like that. Like, I don't know. They are pretty... I don't know. Like, like they have Deus del Morto, which is pretty intense. You know, like this... Dia de las Muertes? Yeah, that word. <laughs> Where they, like, you know, respect and celebrate the dead. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it might be easier to get a spirit board. And they might still be faux pas, mm-hmm. but... 
Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, like, where would we get a Ouija board? Target? Target or Toys R Us, which is sad. Yeah, or, like, (laughs) online, I guess. So, she woke up the next morning. She had, like, demon scratches on her, she found. Yeah. And I was telling Danny that happened to me one time at, like, my previous house. I was awake. I didn't wake up with them. I was, like, just chilling, awake. Nothing was wrong with me. And then all of a sudden, I, like, felt this burning on my collarbone. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I went and ran in the bathroom and looked in the mirror, and there were, like, some scratches on my neck. Three scratches. That's pretty terrifying. That's demon. That's demon right there. That's pretty freaky-deaky. I told Danny that, and he was like, when did that happen to you? He was very concerned it was recent. It yeah. wasn't. Baby, uh, if I'm possessed, it happened a long time ago, and you love that demon inside of me, because that was there before you. So <laughs> You have to love me and all my demons. You have to love me and my demon that I'm possessed by. Is it night two we get naked dad? Yeah. So... First, we get this like oil-looking creature guy. This like he coming kind of the house. looks like one of the aliens from Signs a yeah. little bit. But we also get like her dad standing in a room naked, but he's dead. Remember, the kids were all cowering in the cupboard, which was real freaky, mm-hmm. and they were freaking out from what was behind her. And then her creepy dad like stumbled towards her and tried to. Mm-hmm. What do you do? <gasps> the Nothing. demon That's dog all arm. The demon hand. That was the demon. So demon dog from Ghostbusters is when the hands pop up out of the chair and grabs Sigourney yeah. Weaver, and this whole scene reminded me of that because she goes, she falls back on her bed, and like a million demon hands like pop up and just start like yeah. clasping her. I just could not get Ghostbusters out of my head. Yeah, and then good. she woke up, and then I honestly I feel bad because like. I didn't write a lot of notes for this movie, but it's because it was so fucking good yeah. that I just was watching it and was super into it. But um, so she's like trying to figure out what's going on. She goes to talk to her friend Rosa because she finds out, like, oh shit, the reason this thing is following me is because we didn't close the circle yeah. when we were done with our seance. Like, we freaked out and it ended, but we didn't officially close it, so now this thing is following me around. So we gotta close it. And Rosa is just like, girl, I am too cool for school. Like, go fuck yourself. Even I've though we were, be- we were best friends yesterday and did this terrifying seance and you whispered to me you were gonna die. Like, you know what? If your best friend whispered Bye. to you that they were gonna die... If Carrie, if Carrie had some like freaky thing where she passed out and then woke woke up and looked at me and was like, "I'm gonna die tomorrow," I would be like, "You're staying with me all day tomorrow." <laughs> we are going what to work fuck? this shit out. Like, no. So Rosa is a really shitty friend. Yeah, and then she has a party. Doesn't even invite her. You know what I wrote down? I just saw what. The real demon is a friendship between teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> My next note was... Am I right? Thank you, movie, for finally making Simon Says creepy. Oh my god, it did. <coughs> it would, like, just start randomly going off in the middle of the night. I love Simon. Oh my god. My the gra- Simon Says thing? My grandma has a Simon. Well, 
has had a Simon when I was like growing up, and I would just like I would Simon that shit all the time. <laughs> red, red, green, blue, yellow, green, blue. Is that what it's called? You Simon that shit. Well, what I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. It. That's what I called it. So, oh, there was this one scene where she was like walking out of the school or walking down the street or something, and everybody was walking backwards. Yeah. Like, everybody was walking backwards, and then she walked past herself, right? And she looked back. And yeah, like, so they're back to back, and she looked back, but the other girl didn't look back, and then as she turned to the front again, the other girl looked back. It was very David Lynch to me. And then, like, I don't know if it was just, like, an art student got a hold of, like, working on this whole scene. Yeah. But not only during that scene did that happen, but, like, around that scene, I think after she, like, read how to fix the Ouija. She figured out how to fix, She was, like, running home or running to the party, and she was, like, running over the words and the script and stuff. Yeah, it was, like, blown up, blown up text of, like, how to... Gotta get the demons out of your house. <laughs> She's like running really fast across it for like five minutes. Five <laughs> minutes. So, and then I feel like I'm missing so much. It's so good, Ooh. you guys. Sister Death had one of my favorite lines, and I wish it'd be on like the cover. When uh, she was talking about like trying to use crosses and it didn't work, she goes, God has nothing to do with this. Leave him out of it. And I'm like, that is good for, like, an exorcist movie. Because it's always about God and those. Well, uh, yeah, because, well, that's... Demons and whatnot. Yeah, God and God and the devil. But guess what, y'all? Evil can just exist without any God or good. Like, evil doesn't need good. Another really cool special effect I thought was clever and actually kind of creepy was... She got another Ouija board, took it home, and was like, all right, brother and sisters, let's let's play the Ouija board and let's say goodbye and close this down when they yeah. started singing the song. But the cup flies off, and I thought it was really cool how the cup like banged against the door and how it looked. Oh, my God. Like, it didn't look fake. It looked, like, legit weird and creepy. I loved when they were doing that scene, how it just was going around it in was a panning. circle. Yeah. It was so good. But also, it that part like made me really mad because why would you do a Ouija board? Like I know you have to close it up, but like you clearly know it's dangerous. Why would you bring your little sibs into it? Yeah. And also, so she has the youngest sibling, the four-year-old with the Coke bottle glasses, like. She gives him the little book, like, okay, draw these draw these symbols that you see in this book all over the walls, right? So they're, like, protection symbols. Well, little dude, like, just flips a couple pages, and it's, like, incantation symbols that he starts drawing on the walls. Can you maybe get the one of the girls who can, like, read and understand, like... Yeah. The word protection and incantation are very different. And you know what you don't want? Incantation spells, because that's going to bring bad things to you. Spoiler you've seen this hopefully at this point. But Vero dies as she's being wheeled away or something like that. If I was the mom, 
And I went back to that apartment, and I saw my little son, who was the last person up there with her, drew all these terrifying incantations all over the wall, and she died, and I know nothing else. I'd be like, oh, Anton, or Antonio, is possessed. <laughs> I would think he would he was possessed, too. It, like, really sets up to just screw that kid over. So she kills herself, basically. Is she finds out that she's, she's the possessed one. She's possessed, and she's the one who's been doing all this weird shit in her house, like... She thought they were being haunted, but really it was just her. Yeah. It was really good. I know this podcast, maybe it has not made it seem like it, but... I think it has. It was really good. There was, like, one of those creepy scenes where she's just doing something, and then, like, there's a freaky guy in the hallway. Oh, God, yeah. That is... Terrifying. And then it did like the signs thing where you see her reflection in the TV and it's behind her and then it stays behind yeah, her. Yeah, it does not move and even when she gets up. It stays behind her. I also love under when she flips all the mattresses and she's flipping out. Yeah. It's like the burnt image of the of creepy e- dude. Oh, I thought it was the. I they were it too was big to be the kids. Person. I thought it was like. The creepy monster underneath each bed at one point. Ooh, yeah. It was cool. Yeah, it was really, it was scary. But, like, I don't know, this, once again, solidifies, maybe don't try contacting the spirits, you guys, because... Leave it to professionals. Yeah, leave, go go see Kim at Boston Tea Room. <laughs> if you we are not be, sponsored by Boston Tea Room or Ferndale. We're not sponsored, but it's a great place. If you need a medium, you can go to Kim. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, don't play with Ouija boards, please. And if you do, don't forget to fucking close it off at the end. Yeah. Pinch, pinch it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. No, we're not. No. We have enough bad shit in this world already. You know what we don't need? Carelessly brought about demons and bad spirits. Get him out of here. My favorite end scene of the movie was when there's like three or four cops in the bedroom and she's like levitating with her mouth like gaped open, mm-hmm. like wide. And the cops actually see this. They don't see like the demon putting his hand down her throat like he's doing. But like, you don't see that too often in these possession movies. Like only like the priest or the mom sees creepy stuff happening. Well, I went online when this movie was over to see how much of this was true. Not a lot, but so she did do a she did do a séance. The nun interrupted the closing part, so they didn't do the closing part, and for months afterward it said she was plagued by these paranormal experiences in her home. She did die in the hospital. The police came to visit her family a year after she died, and that was when they made the report on all of, like, these weird things that were happening when they visited the house. So, like, these cabinet doors were swinging open. There was this weird, freaky stain. There was, like, some... I forget something else, but... So, I mean, it wasn't, like, in real life, the police officer saw her hanging there, like, mouth getting yeah. open. I, I but as for the movie, it was awesome. But as for the movie, it was really good. Like, I don't know. I'm super into this movie. 
any possession movie we're into. I liked it a lot. I thought well, not it was every. really good. I thought it was really, really good. And I, I don't know. Don't play with Ouija boards. It's not my favorite Spanish horror movie, but it's up there. I think The Orphanage might still be my favorite. I don't know if I saw that. Oh, it's so creepy. Well, I own it. We'll watch it. What's that one? Not The Orphanage. Maybe it's called The Orphan or something. But it's about that girl that gets adopted by that actress I love, Vera Farmiglia or whatever the fuck her name is. But she, and she like, tries to kill their other kid, and it turns out she's actually some, like, 40-year-old Russian lady who, like, just looks like a kid. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about? I do, but I don't know what you're talking about. What is that movie? The Orphan or something. Wait, what's the actress you like? Vera. Just Vera. V-E-R-A. It'll pop up. Yes, The Orphan. Yeah. Oh my god, The Orphan. Yeah, we're just actually an old lady. (laughs) We should watch that again soon. It's ridiculous. Alright, well thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. You guys should watch this movie. It's super fucking good. You better have watched it before listening to this because we just ruined the whole shit out of it for you. The whole shit out of it. The whole shit. I'm um, sorry if this wasn't the funniest, yeah, but we really love this movie. It's hard when we love a movie. I know. It's tough when it's like a legitimately scary movie. Next episode, I promise to pick like a really bad 80s horror movie for Anne to just rip apart. If you could pick one that just is like so sexist, like... Pick one like I don't want to make you mad. I want to make you just but like, this like is stupid. I feel like that's really when I'm in my prime. That's <laughs> when you're mad. It's when I'm like fired up and pissed off about men and money and capitalism. I don't can know about we, that. I know men will piss you off in the can 80s. Can watch Wall Street? <laughs> is that a... <laughs> it is a horror movie. Yeah, Are you joking? Capitalism? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Stay strong, comrades. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.